So I am Leora from Womankind and wishing you a a warm welcome to the Cyclical Living Unwrapped series, um, which is where we explore the gifts and challenges of cyclical life with experts in the field of menstruation and perimenopause and cyclical living. So today I am thrilled to be doing my very first interview in this series with Natasha Richardson. So welcome, Natasha. Hi, thank you for having me. So Natasha is the founder of Forage Botanicals, which makes natural remedies for periods and menopause. She has a BSc Honours in Herbal Medicine and runs a successful clinic for over 10 years before writing her book, Your Period Handbook. Now she has a team that that takes patients while she focuses on product development and community relationships while that other job of raising her son and daughter. In 2021, she graduated from Oxford University with a master's degree in history, in design history, sorry there, um, where she has investigated women's medicine from 1850 to 2020 to 2010, which feels like a whole other conversation in itself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, really want to know about that. (laughs) Um, So, yes, welcome, Natasha. And yeah, we're going to dive straight into some inner seasons explorations here. So I'd love to know what your summer superpower looks like. Um, I usually find during the my inner summer season that I am very focused. I can kind of replicate that now with with a matcha decent matcha latte for about <laughs> half an hour. But <laughs> I did try and find my inner summer lasted for a bit longer, probably like two two days, maybe three days if I'm if I'm really lucky. Okay. Um uh, but the only downfall to that was that I would tend to say that yes, I could do everything and anything and and realize that the high didn't last long enough to do all the things I would commit to. <laughs> okay, so that's 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 the next area to think about in here is that it what trips you up that sounds like a okay too much yeah yeah um and it was only it took me a few years to like kind of realize that I was doing that and to start to use the my knowledge of like cyclical living to understand that that high didn't last long enough and that I needed to sort of pace myself a bit better and uh you know maybe agree to a, a little bit less or to give myself a bit more time to kind of complete them yeah it's a it's an interesting balance isn't it particularly when you recognized you, know, you can't you can't superhero your way through <laughs> every day so, yes so okay so how do you support your autumn self well particularly if that summer has has tipped over yeah um so I used to find before kids that supporting my inner autumn was was fairly straightforward I would choose to have time alone to myself in the house um and have kind of duvet day pajamas 
try to do very little and just have time to space and time to think. Um, now that I do have kids, though, it's a bit more complicated. There is no um, there is no time to myself in the house, really. So I instead, it's turned into more of a, look, can I get myself out for a walk without the kids, maybe, so that I've got some time to myself to think. Um, in between my two kids when my my eldest was old enough and I was studying my master's the the bus ride to Oxford used to be my time to myself I would really look forward to I I just like love being able to look out the window and not feel guilty about not doing housework or something which is what would happen if I was in the house so it can be something really simple that I didn't even realize would have been my me time but yeah just time traveling by myself is so nice and that's it you've hit the nail on the head the simplicity it doesn't have to be complicated does it no okay so that's so that's your autumn that's your pre-menstrual phase um Mm -hmm. and yeah well again another conversation cyclical living uh with parent uh, with young children is a whole other ball game yeah it's a hugely other ball game um so, yeah <laughs> yes full respect <laughs> don't always get to do what you want to do every month and but it can be helpful at least to know what part of your cycle you're in so that you know why you're being so short with everybody or whatever it is and Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some grace. Yes, that is massive. That is huge. Thank you for saying that. And and actually, it's a really, I mean, with your with your children being young, it's a really great um, learning curve for them as well. I mean, they they will grow up with a cyclically aware mum. What a gift! Mm. That is. Huge gift to them as they grow grow older. Yeah, I saw recently um, that you can buy fridge magnets for fam now. So you could be charting, you could be having your chart on the fridge for everyone to see, which I love that idea. But I I always wanted to be able to have like, um, you know, one of those like spinner things for the seasons. Yeah. I thought like everyone, all the females of the household could have a spinner that they can be like, today I'm in my autumn and sort of, declare it without having to say all the time like guys I'm pre-menstrual can you just lay off <laughs> and actually and actually to be fair to the, the 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 folk who are not female for for everyone to have that everyone right yeah let's, let's just have a, a seasonal spinner for everyone and just to yeah that simple that simple language to be able to communicate with each other I think that's such a cool idea. Like I've I've often said, like um, people talk about um, menstrual leave and like whether women should have time off work to, for their periods, and I've always like said they bring it. They brought it through in a few countries. I think Spain and yeah. maybe France, yeah. and um, people are like, you know, this is so great. And you'd think that me as a feminist that I would think it was great as well. But I really feel like just everyone should have flexible work in the first place and everyone would benefit. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And that's the I think that, that that's the crux to to all of this education is that it 
how how helpful is it that only the people who are menstruating know this information? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's become it's limiting, isn't it? If you start, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know what. Gradually, I think we're getting there. Gradually, which is okay. So that that's yeah. great. So um, so that okay. So here's a question. For mum with you, for an awareness of your cyclical living, um, living living it with young children, what does rest look like for you? Um, rest looks like childcare. <laughs> like I just don't, I, the closest I can get to rest with the kids around is that they are so enamoured with whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. that I'm not worried about them getting into some sort of like mess or something dangerous or whatever that they want food soon that kind of thing um but I tend to find that really no matter if they're if they're around it's almost impossible for me to not be spending some mental capacity on their well-being and even when then it took me literally years to feel like I wasn't thinking about that, about my male, this especially when he wasn't around. Um, I do think that, that your, your brain must change somewhat as a parent that you've always are constantly thinking about somebody else all the time. Yeah. You switched off. Yeah. So it really takes a lot of my, um, mental focus mm -hmm. to to not be spinning that wheel in the background when I'm really I'm I'm here and I'm now and I have to trust that my kids are all right with whoever it is I've left them with yeah. so yeah trust for me it's rest is equal to childcare, and then within that um I, I don't know it's different each time it changes depending um on my mood the amount of time that I have available like it, it's very rare that I can just be like oh I've got infinite amount of time so I'm going to spend the next three hours just figuring out what I want to do today um it, it, it's very finite and so you're constantly uh there's this constant battle of like how much can I fit in this time if I do that, does that make me feel like I had more time or less time? Because if we yeah. even try and fit lots of stuff in, it whizzes by. Juggling, if you try and do just one thing for maybe the three hours that you've got or whatever it is, then suddenly it feels like you had more time. Yeah. Yes. Funny like that. It's a movable, it's a movable game. And as yeah. you described earlier, your your trip on the bus to Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> Looking out the window. You're not, you can't do anything else. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's like literally like tying someone's hands and being like, you relax now. <laughs> okay. All right. I've relaxed. Um, so there is a question, I guess, that I can piggyback on that, that, that often comes up in the menstruality world, uh, that if you were to strip back all of your commitments, all of your, um, yeah, take away 
parenting, take away work, take away all the other commitments around you, what would rest look like? What would you love to look rest look like then? Um, I really love going uh, camping or staying in um, staying in nature, really pared back, like um, you know, like shepherd's huts. Those that kind of accommodation where it's comfortable. There's not more than you need. So there's almost no housework every day because you've just got a plate that you ate from and you put more food in it and then that's that. Um, someone would come and feed me wholesome food. I wouldn't have to do any cooking or cleaning. Uh, <laughs> what else? Um, and read a book. <laughs> read a book. I'd love to be able to sit down and read without feeling like I'm really rushed to to fit it in. Okay, so the, the the rest wish list is there for sure. Yeah, for now, um, every six months, I all of my presents now, birthday and Christmas, is the same present from my husband. I've said just don't buy me anything different until I until I change my mind. But um, he gets me tickets to a spa in London, which um... is so low down. There's no phone signal. You're not allowed phones in at all, and it's completely dark. It's only lit by candles and the light that goes through the pools. And it's lots of different temperature pools. Some are like whirlpools, some of them are blood temperature, hot, there's a salt pool. It's all pools. It's amazing. Going back to the water. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's so for me, that's like my treat. And I do that every six months and that keeps me going. Okay. <laughs> that's that's extreme rest that's wonderful <laughs> and I love yeah it. I come out and I'm like I'm a new person I've had all these epiphanies about how I should be ruling my life yeah it's great <laughs> gorgeous gorgeous so we've come out of that time of menstruation that winter time what are the ch start with what challenges do you face when you come out of the menstrual time and head into spring so now that I'm a mum and I don't always have the um, capacity or um, ability to rest as much as I would have liked, usually the challenge is that I'm not rested enough and I'm hitting spring already tired. Okay. Um, and so there is still an element of like, how how do I get rest? How do I get rest? And it's a constant question, I think, for most people. Mm -hmm. how, can, how can I get more rest? Mm -hmm um and it can literally be like as little as how do I make sure that the next five minutes of this tea doesn't get interrupted by somebody and I just I can sit down and have this conversation myself um it's it's as simple and small as that now that I'm a parent when I wasn't I'd be like oh spring I can start my journaling and write down all these wonderful ideas I've had and <laughs> figure out how I'm going to action the points that I've come up with so different now <laughs> yes it's um and it does show that the importance of rest so uh, uh, and again and you've used you've used the word simple again it's, it's like how can I make that cup of tea last that experience of drinking yeah. tea last and, and feed feed you so I really hear that 
but it, it can be as simple as that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, okay, hearing that it's challenging, um, how how do you, how do you plug into joy? Does does joy show itself in your springs at the moment? Yeah, um, I do get a lot of joy from from doing wholesome things for my kids that I I find rewarding, um, and it's taken me a while to like realize what those things are. Like, they're not necessarily what I would have thought. <laughs> um, I don't know how, to, how else to explain that really. Um, and I have with my second child, who's five months, taken on board a lot more help with her than I did with my son. That's partly because she can take a bottle and he never could. Um, so that's a huge difference, yeah. And because it took me so long to get time to myself again with my eldest, um, it took me a long time and it made a huge difference at the time. Um, when I did start to have time to myself, I just did not realise what I was missing until I started to have time to myself again because I've always been someone who needs time alone to think, to process. I'm not I'm not very good in like groups for long periods of time. Um and even even living with just one other person with my partner, I really like need I still need space to myself to think straight. Um and so, spring brings that out in, in us as well, doesn't yeah. it? It's a tender time. So Yeah, it can be very mm. okay. I used to be that spring was like I really hit the ground running, I'd had my rest and I was ready and raring to go. And and spring would happen very quickly for me. I would only spend maybe like a day in what I would really call true winter where I was bleeding and I didn't feel like I wanted to do anything yet. And then after that day, because it was a very, it was a day full of pain for me for a long time. Once the pain subsided, which could be within the first like 24, 48 hours, I was like, this is great. And I could still be bleeding, but it wouldn't be heavy and it wouldn't be painful. So I felt amazing all of a sudden. Um, after having my eldest, that was already different and I haven't had my periods back yet so I'm still breastfeeding okay okay so we'll see what it's like now that would be interesting that would be interesting yeah because it it can be different after each after Mm. so oh okay we'll stay in touch yeah definitely I always (laughs) like with my clients that that they it's almost like their reproductive system gets reborn with every child like yeah. the cycles change so dramatically between each pregnancy it's crazy a lot has ha- a lot has happened in that mm. to our bodies and psyches and nervous systems so yeah. yeah absolutely like right down to your genetics now you know they know that we take on genetic information from our partners with every pregnancy and that, that never leaves us so yeah, yeah it's really more, interesting. more conversations <laughs> okay oh well thank you for um taking us through your season so please do share how viewers and listeners can find out more about your work um so the most active place that i am is on instagram you can follow us there at forage botanicals 
forage is in foraging for plants and botanicals in in plants. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people call our company Farage, which oh, deeply upsets me. Oh. That's a but only, times. only the Brits would understand why. <laughs> and maybe so some Europeans. It's forage botanicals. Yes. Um, and if you send us a message on there, it's it's actually me behind the the account. There's only we only have one employee and a few freelancers, so it's a very small team still um, doing what we do. So yeah, generally speaking, it's me that you speak to. Mm -hmm. Which is always lovely for potential clients as well. So yeah, and and um, you know, it means that I can make really nice recommendations when it comes to the products. And then if it gets if it's getting too complicated, then I can forward on to our herbalists that we have in the in the team as well. Thank you. So the word the word sim simple simplicity has has come up so beautifully um, several times throughout our chat here so that that segue so gorgeously into um just letting everyone know if you'd love to explore your own inner seasons and you're navigating perimenopause you might enjoy our self-directed online course perimenopause unwrapped it's an opportunity to take a deeper dive into how you can bring compassion and care to this wobbly, wobbly time of life. So for more information about the course, go to woman-kind.co.uk or you can drop us an email and you'll find all the details below. So thank you, thank you for uh, and uh, yeah. um you know hearing that you are in your summer of life in having children. Um, <laughs> I haven't spoken about perimenopause or if how how near or far that feels to you, but actually, <laughs> feels like it went around the corner with um the people that I speak <laughs> we'll, to these days we we realizing how early it starts to happen. <laughs> um, but harnessing harnessing those inner seasons in the summer of life before hitting perimenopause is is the roadmap to how or can often be the roadmap to how your perimenopause and menopause experience actually pans out so this is this is completely and utterly and wholly um relevant to anybody yeah. who will be heading down that path at some time and thankfully i get in my line of work I get exposed to a lot of uh wise ag types that I can aspire to one day it's <laughs> great isn't it <laughs> okay yeah. oh well thank you thanks ever so much and we'll see you soon Natasha thanks very much you're right <laughs>